You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. This week's question, is there anything such as true love? Yes, and this came uh, from a teenager who had suffered through his parents' divorce. And he was convinced that he was not ever going to get married because uh, from what he'd seen, that marriage didn't work, but there was really no such thing as love. He said, Mm. is there any such thing as real or true love? And... Wow, I'll never forget that kid asking me, does he have a chance of ever getting married? And he, he, it scared him to death. And so I'm glad that we're talking about this today. The best definition of true or real love that this young guy was talking about is in the Bible and is found in 1 John 4, 8. Anyone who does not love does not know God. And that, we just pause here for a minute. That's an astounding statement. Anyone who does not love does not know God. And whoa, because God is love. The very definition of God is framed in the most important piece of himself, his nature, and that is, that is love. And, uh, it's it's amazing to to think of that kind of love. God took love very very seriously, mm-hmm. and today, as you alluded, Steve, you know, in our culture, oh, we just flip it around. You know, it doesn't mean much, and it's sometimes a very sensual love, or it's a flippant love, or whatever. But for God, this is not a. a a word to mess around with because it defines, he's chosen that word to define himself. You know, when we go to weddings and, and I don't know, it, it seems like First Corinthians 13, you know, everybody wants to have that in their wedding where love is de- defined as patient and kind and rejoicing in truth. Love never ends. So now faith, hope, and love abide these three, but the greatest of these is love. And again, we see this and we make this horrible mistake in figuring that this guy that that we married or this girl that we married, I'm so in love with her and she has all these qualities until about a week after you marry them, you realize that didn't work. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? And and so we need to, to get real about this idea of love. Love is the very nature and character of God. No man or woman can claim as their own. And I think this is so important to understand as broken human beings. Nothing can separate us from the love that God embraces. Nothing. That is why without God in a marriage or in any relationship, it simply will not work in a way that glorifies God or allows us to love one another. It just doesn't work. And being somebody who actually had 1 Corinthians 13 read at their their wedding, that would be me and my husband, Ed. We were not believers. And uh, I'm telling you, we were a mess for a long, long, long time. Marriage is hard anyway, yeah. but for two people, try to broken people trying to make it through and call it love, where they denied love, who was God, um, it, it, really it can lead to disaster. Totally. Well, what was going on at the, with the church at the time First Corinthians 13 was written because 
um, I, I think the situation where love is concerned and the reason it was being yeah. pointed out what love really was that you know what they were dealing with then is not a lot different than what we're dealing with now we might think our situation is unique but they were experiencing it back then too oh my goodness in such a way that that apostle paul wrote this and it wasn't a la-di-da from for weddings it was to call out the church of corinth which was experiencing extreme frustration and sadness because of the inability of the church members to get along and to stop quarreling. Does that sound familiar to any of us? <laughs> you know, and worse than that was the theology was so bad. And and the immaturity of the church was was sickening to Paul. You know, one of the things that uh, I love to tell people when they have a question about that, because I too was somebody who had First Corinthians 13 at their wedding, and you know, certainly was in the church, but not in a relationship with Christ at the time. Take those words and replace the the it's and the loves with your own name. Yeah. Because if you want to understand what your role is within the body of Christ, well, Steve is patient. Steve is kind. Steve does not envy. Steve does not boast. Steve is not arrogant. Steve is not rude. He doesn't insist on getting his own way. He is not irritable or resentful. He does not rejoice in his wrongdoing, He does, but he rejoices with the truth. Steve bears all things. Steve believes all things. Steve hopes all things, and Steve endures all things. Mm-hmm. Put your name inside of that, and that's what you're to do inside the body of Christ, yeah. let alone that's how it should be in a relationship and in marriage, but just our basic role because that's what Jesus did. People that go to church and want to talk to their pastor, want to talk to elders, and they don't want to talk to them. Wars are breaking out, and accusations and lies are spreading from the top down and the bottom up, and it's a mess. And, and, you know, we're witnessing that today where where we are, and uh, both parties become noisy gongs and clanging cymbals, yeah. and the mm-hmm. love that is kind and patient goes missing, and that's the thing. Um, I think when that happens, uh, might it be that compromise and discussion is a sign of weakness? It's Teaching Tuesday on Mornings with Kelly and Steve. Call or text them now at 800-969-9467. Men, don't trust your instincts. There's a better path to become a man of God. I'm Chase Replogle, author of The Five Masculine Instincts. I'll take you to five men in the Bible who aren't masculine role models or heroes, but they wrestled with their own desires and by faith matured them into something better. Learn to understand yourself and how to become the man God desires you to be. The Five Masculine Instincts, now available at moodybooks.org. That's moodybooks.org. Moody Radio is on the air thanks to support from our listeners and businesses like Fellowship Home Loans. They'll talk about the numbers as well as your hopes, dreams, and the market's reality. Home is where the heart is. It's where families grow and where dreams are born. More information is at 800-804-7283. That's 800-804-SAVE or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Welcome home. Are you a Moody Radio Monthly Partner? Well, if your monthly gift is $30 a month or more, you'll enjoy a 50% discount at Moody Publishers. Great Bible studies, devotionals, and commentaries, all at half off. And you can use that discount as long as you like when you're a monthly partner. 
resources for small groups or small kids. But there's nothing small about getting 50% off. Here's how to join. Check out moodyradio.org forward slash Indiana. At Christian Healthcare Ministries, the kind of gratitude received from members is stunning. Reed and Leanna Martin of Indiana wrote, Our 11-year-old son's appendicitis was a surprise. It was the first time we needed to use CHM. Thank you for making a scary situation an easy process. CHM was able to help the Martins meet their health care costs affordably and biblically. It's not insurance. It's Christians voluntarily paying for each other's medical bills. Find out more by visiting chministries.org. Looking for a candid conversation from a biblical perspective? Call Kelly and Steve now at 800-969-9467. It's Mornings with Kelly and Steve. If you were to stand at the foot of the cross and and Christ is, is hanging on the cross, yeah. and this is being done for you, this immaturity that you have, the yeah. anger that you want to maintain, yeah. do you have any grounds to stand on? When you're standing there at the foot of the cross? No, we don't, but we think when we do that, we're justified, and we're not going to hurt anybody but the person that's angered us or ourselves, but it has a ripple effect. It can affect the entire church. Oh, and it has. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a, that's a great point, and, and a whole family, too. Yeah. God is love. There it is again. Whoever lives in love lives in God, in God in them. What a beautiful promise here as we see John reflecting. This is how love is made complete among us so that when we have confidence in the day of judgment, in this world we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. And the one who fears is not made perfect in love. So um, to whom do we fear? Who do you think, why did, why did John write this? In whom do we fear? What do we fear? What, what makes people so fearful? Well, I think that, you know, most people are concerned with what they can see, mm-hmm. right? What yeah. can they put their faith in? You know, we, no. we know when we sit down on a chair that it's not going to collapse. You know, we trust that. Right. We know when we cross a bridge or step into an elevator, there's an element of faith and trust. Right. But we, we can do that because it's easy. It's easy to mm-hmm. see it. And we've mm-hmm. experienced it mm-hmm. so many times. But it's harder with God because you can't see it with your own eyes. Right, great point. You know, yeah. that's the big struggle. Yeah. The unknown, the unseen. It, it is so troublesome to me, and I'm just as guilty as anybody else, which yeah. also frustrates me because I don't love well all the time, and I want to. I know. But then when I get angry about something, yeah. it's, it's on. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. And look at, just look at the havoc that we wreak. Yeah, again and again, if God is love— and we are called to be people of love and live in love and love sacrificially, then it cannot be done without God. And I know the best, nicest humanists in the world who give tons of money (laughs) and are very nice people. But you cannot outgive God. And God is the giver of all things, not us. And so, wow, it was something. And and this idea of, of... Paul calling out when I was a child, uh, I talk like a child. And the idea is when we become mature and we become men and women of God, what is it that we're going to have to lay down for the love of Jesus? What mm-hmm. are we willing to say, I'm laying this down. I, am, I understand what Jesus went through. I'm laying this down. Now, I am not carrying this 
you know, injustice another day. It's taken too yeah. much from me. That's us even yet. Today's has been a great yeah. question. Is there any such thing as true love? There is. It just doesn't originate within us. But exactly. we know the one through whom it does. And this is the one through whom we will love others so that exactly. he will be known. Nancy, um, I love these questions. We want to point all of you in the direction of Nancy's ministry at anchorsaway.org. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life.